This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I am your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside Nate Green. Nate, how you doing today? Doing all right, Jared. That's fantastic. You know it's officially baseball season now? Yeah, because Mike Trout hit a home run. Just Because Mike Trout just hit his first home run of 2021. It's already been a better year than 2020 because Trout just hit a home run. Just made it that much better. If you guys can't tell, if you, if you can't tell, we're recording this uh, during the game, basically. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. We might kind of go back and forth a little bit, watch the game. I don't know what we're going to do really here. Actually, I do have a show planned. And as always, I want to start the show off with a question for you, Nate. And I'm hoping you didn't see it on my Twitter. So there are only, at the moment, five players in baseball history with 300 plus home runs, 200 plus stolen bases and a 150-plus WRC+. plus. Can you name all five of those players? All five. I, I think I did see this on on the, on the your Twitter, so I, I think it was something like Bonds. I think Hank Aaron was on there. Mike Trout was on there. Uh, was Mays on there? Willie Mays is on the list. You have one more. It's actually an easy one when you think about it. One of the most probably underrated hitters of all time. Nobody really talks about him when it comes to hitters nowadays, I guess. But manager... I was going to say Mantle, but if no. you're saying underrated, I don't know if that's the answer. Yep, underrated. I think he managed the Angels, actually. Oh, I don't know. What's the answer? Frank Robinson. Oh, okay. See? Underrated, yeah. underrated though, right? Like, we don't talk enough about Frank Robinson, I don't think. Yeah. 500 home runs, I think, in his career. 200-plus stolen bases. He said one of the best hitters of all time and just doesn't get the love, like... He's probably at a better... MVP in both leagues. MVP in both leagues. First player to ever do that. And, yeah, is there anybody, like, what's the most impressive thing here? Or most impressive player? Actually, they're all impressive. Like, I don't even want to ask that question. They're all, like, for Trout to be in the mix with Barry Bonds, Willie Mays, Frank Robinson, and Hank Aaron is absolutely unbelievable. For the, are probably the best hitters of all time, correct? Like, are there any better hitters than this? Pure hitters, yes. I mean, I think Pete Rose is a better pure hitter, but like all-around hitters, all-around baseball players, do you think there's anybody better than these four guys, I guess five with Trout? No, I mean, the only other guys that come to mind would be uh, Mickey Mantle and Joe DiMaggio, but like the fact that they didn't do this, it just makes it that much more impressive to be on that list. 
Yeah, and I feel like if Mantle stayed healthy in his career and worried a little bit more about baseball, in a sense, I know there's all the, the background stories with Mantle and Marilyn Monroe and all the all the women, but it, it is what it is. And I think that Mantle probably could have gotten on this list if he would have stayed healthy and didn't destroy his knee. And, you know, if you haven't seen the movie 61, go watch that. That is a fantastic movie. Have you seen that movie, Nate? Yes, I have. Fantastic movie. I, I love that movie. It's one of my favorite baseball movies of all time. So, guys, as always, we have a fun show planned for you today. But first, go subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. If you're not subscribed already, so you can get notifications to when the podcast comes out. And as always, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast and giving us the support that this podcast deserves because I think we do a really good job. One of the best Angels podcasts out there. And also, please, please, please tell a friend. That's how we spread by word of mouth. So if you have any questions or topic ideas, please shoot us a message at any social media account, or you can email us at talkinghalos at gmail.com. You can message myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tims. And guys, follow all the social media accounts if you do not already. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We do a little bit of everything. Really been crushing the Instagram as Brock's been, you know, preaching for the past couple weeks and yeah, so guys, give us one minute to pay the bills. Some mornings you wake up feeling ready to just pull the covers back over your head and go back to sleep. No judgment, of course, but let's make having the most comfortable sheets the reason why. Don't love your sheets? Linen has you covered. They work directly with the manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without those luxury level markups. And Brookline is much more than just sheets. They've got comforters, pillows, towels, even loungewear, and so much more. So go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code BUDS, B-U-D-S, to get 25% off when you spend $100 or more, plus you get free shipping. Check out the description box for more, but that's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code B-U-D-S, all in capitals, to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more, plus you get free shipping. All right, enough with all the introductions and all the ads. Let's get this show rolling and talk some baseball. And Nate, we have Angels news today. It's not good news. Unfortunate. It's not good news, right? It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Two Angels need the dreaded Tommy John surgery, Gerardo Reyes, and Brennan McCurry will have it. I believe McCurry's going to have it later this week, or actually early next week, by the doctor himself. God, I'm not going to, I can't say his name. I don't know his name, to be honest. I saw it. It's the normal doctor that's going to, that's going to give him the TJ out here in Los Angeles. And yeah, and of course, another reliever news, I guess, in a sense. Luke Bard had a hip injection, and he's going to be out, well, he's going to be reassessed, I guess, in a couple days. We'll kind of see what happens there. Kind of weird to have two players that have Tommy John and two players that have a hip injury in the same year, in the same spring training, too. Yeah. That's very (laughs) angel-like. It is. And, of course, it's all pitchers. All pitchers. So, Nate, does this continue with our worry, worry, worry of the Angels' bullpen? They need to go out and get somebody else, don't they? Absolutely. It's getting to a point where you really, really are going to put some guys in some situations that they should not be in. Like we saw last year where you, you saw some guys having to pitch later in the game where they probably weren't late-inning relievers. So that's kind of the biggest concern. And 
I think something that we preach a lot on this show is the blown saves last year. But what people don't know, I don't think, is that you don't have to pitch in the ninth inning to get a blown save. So a blown save can come, uh, I believe, seventh inning or later with the lead. So it's not just the closer that has been the issue. It's been the guys leading up to the ninth inning that were an issue for them as well. Yeah, and I think that's kind of why we saw Perry go out and completely redo the bullpen. Like, it, 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 it's completely redone, minus Mike Meyer, Mike Mayers and Ty Buttry. Yeah, it is completely redone. Like, this, they're all new faces in the bullpen, and hopefully it's a good thing, because Perry Manassian's been pretty damn good at building bullpens. You look at what he did in Toronto, and you look at what he's done, what he did in Atlanta, building some of the better bullpens for playoff teams. And, and again, it's something that I can't continue to preach enough. Perry Manassian's really been putting it fantastic situation (laughs) like this is the dream opportunity you have best player in baseball the second best player in baseball in Rendon and Trout and I have no problem with saying that I think Rendon is definitely up there I guess maybe I'm getting out of jumping out of my socks here a little bit with that one but and then you have Shohei Otani who is unbelievable you have money coming off the books next year a lot of money coming off the books so yeah, it, it, it just makes a lot of sense that Perry's been put in this fantastic situation. And I hope that he succeeds. I, I really do because I want to see the Angels win. That At, at the end of the day, that's what I, I want to see. But back back onto what I was saying, built a completely new bullpen. And it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how they do. And if all indications are what's going on this spring, I'm not all that happy with it. Just yeah. because of all the injuries. I'm not, not that I'm not happy. I'm just... It's not necessarily disappointing. It's just I'm very concerned. Concerned, yes. Concerned is the key word. I think the bullpen that he built, I like it. I do. I think um, Jose Alberto Rivera is going to be fun to watch. Bringing in Iglesias is fun. I'm excited to see what he does next year as well with the bullpen because that's going to be a point of need again when you look at who the Angels are losing, which is a lot of these guys. And, and I'm also excited to see what Alex Claudio can do. I think an underrated move there as well. I know you're not as big on him, and we've talked about this before, but Alex Claudio is going to kind of be really fun because he's one of those outliers in baseball right now. He doesn't throw hard. He doesn't do anything amazing, but he gets guys out, which is kind of impressive. So, yeah, I, I'm excited, but very cautiously worried about the bullpen right now right Nate yeah and I don't hate Claudio I, I think he's a good pitcher I just think that if you look at left-handed relievers in baseball Tony Watson has been the best lefty reliever in baseball over the past uh, four years and the Phillies got him on a minor league deal and we're paying Alex Claudio um, so that was the only issue I had but I don't have a problem with Claudio yeah, I know, I know. I, I kind of put you on blast there. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> but still have a problem. Yeah. No, I mean, there were different moves that we would have made, and that's why we're not getting paid to make these moves, Nate. <laughs> because we're, you know, I mean, there was a bullpen to be made. We've been over this many times. There was a good bullpen to be made for relatively inexpensive. You didn't need to go out and get Liam Hendricks or Trevor Rosenthal or anybody like that, anybody crazy. But, again... I'm excited to see, you know, what what they have in store. I'm excited to see if they go some type of piggyback system. I, I really hope that that is in the plans because that is my dream rotation bullpen type of thing is 
being able to piggyback guys, you know, let your starter go four or five, let a reliever go two to three, and then you're into the ninth inning, and hopefully you have the lead and can bring in Iglesias or Butchery or somebody like that. And Just say the word, Jared. The closer. You can bring in the closer. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I think that's going to be preached. It, the things that we're preaching the most this spring is Otani and the bullpen. And I think that's going to be continued to preach, be preached by us and everybody, not just us. Everybody in, you know, around the Angels, everybody, Manassian preached it, you know, Joe Madden's preached it. So I just think that that is what's going to be preached this spring into opening day and in through the season is how is the bullpen doing and how is Shohei Otani doing? Because I think Otani's the main key, but then that bullpen is the next biggest key. And I don't know about it right now. I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess, in a sense. Cautiously worried. I know that's two completely different things, but we'll see. We'll we'll just see. I'm excited for Otani though. I have no Otani news other than I saw him get a hit today. Do you have anything you want to talk Otani wise? No, I I I talked about it. Uh, I think a week ago, and I, I love seeing that he's staying closed a lot a lot longer with his with his hitting. Uh, I think I think that has really helped him, and I think that's going to be a big bounce back year for him offensively. And we've seen what he's done on the mound, so we're really excited to see him throw on Saturday. Yep. Yeah, we'll uh, probably get a podcast going right after that. Probably have it out Sunday going over Otani because, like I said, that is the most crucial thing in this Angel season is how Shohei Otani is doing. So, yeah, on to our next little topic, I guess, is going to be prospects. Nate, what prospects have impressed you the most this spring? I know one that you're going to say, but has there been anybody else that you like? Uh, Rodriguez is throwing the ball really well. I, I like Chris Rodriguez. Uh, I know I probably stole your thunder there because that's your boy. Um, that's Jared's favorite prospect that we have. Um, but yeah, he's throwing the ball really well. I, I think he kind of reminds me a little bit of Dustin May. I, I've told you this off the record. Um, just because his ball moves so much. Like, you watch his fastball and it's upper nines and it's running. Um, just... Uh, a lot and when you watch Dustin May the the way his ball moves it's stupid and I think Rodriguez has a chance to be very very similar for the Angels so I like him but my favorite prospect Jordan Adams um, I think he's going to be a very good player for the Angels and I like what I've seen from him he had a bomb the other day and uh, just unbelievably defensive defensive he's been he'll be really really good in center field for the Angels for a long time and the speed, it's something you can't teach. So I, I like him a lot. I think he's going to be really fun. Yeah, and I'm just going to go with, I guess, kind of the easy-ish answer here, the fan favorite answer, and that's Jose Rojas. Quite impressive this offseason. Again, should I say, I mean, he was impressive last post or not postseason, spring training. Wow, getting ahead of myself. But, yeah, he was very impressive the last couple of spring trainings of course Joe Adele and Brandon Marsh have kind of been lacking this spring in a sense and you know we've seen Jeremiah Jackson be really good defensively and I'm hoping that the bat kind of comes around a little bit more you can kind of see the bat is not quite ready for major league pitching yet and that's okay because he's still very young but defensively man he looks like a he looks like a stud he almost I think Iglesias is helping him out there I'd love to I, I, I'm going to try to sniff around and see how much Iglesias is helping out with, with Jeremiah Jackson at the moment because that's that's a nice 
combination right there to have because you look at it, I don't know if Jackson is the shortstop of the future, but I think he's pretty dang close to being the shortstop of the future If unless he gets moved to a different position, which uh, could happen in some capacity. I don't know. But yeah, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun to see him. And, you know, that kind of brings me on to the final topic that we have of the day. And MLB Pipeline, Prospect Pipeline, I guess. Well, actually, Prospect Pipeline is something completely different. But Pipeline came out with their Angels Top 30 prospects. And there are no real surprises in my opinion here. I guess if you look down at top 10 go as followed Marsh, Detmers, Adams, Rodriguez, Jeremiah Jackson, Kyron Paris, Jack Kochanowicz, Deshaun Knowles, Errol Vera, and Hector Yawn. Nate, does anybody stick out there for you at all? Um, not really. I mean, I like uh, Paris. I think he's going to be really fun to watch. Um, and again, that, that would be the only reason that Jackson could get moved from uh, shortstop would be Paris, but no, I, I think that's a pretty good list, and I think we talked about this off the record. It's pretty pretty close to what we would have had, correct? Correct, yes. My only thing is, and actually before I start going off on what I might have changed here, I'll have Taylor Blake Ward on here in the next week or so to talk prospects because we're both going to drop our top 30. I guess mine's technically like a top 35 list, but we're going to drop our pro Angels prospect lists here relatively soon and to be honest taylor is the most knowledgeable angels prospect person angels prospect writer i guess is what you can call him <laughs> that isn't with the angels like with how much that he focuses on it that is the one prospect list like baseball america is great pipeline's great fangraphs is great but you want somebody that only watches the Angels, and Taylor does MLB drafts and stuff, but he that's the one that you want to pay attention to. That's he he gets all the all the special reports on guys that and you know, he has his own opinion on stuff. I'll I'll say that, and you'll see it in the in his list. But yeah, that's the one that I would definitely pay attention to the most because he pays attention to the Angels prospects the most and he talks with some of the writers that do the lists for these bigger ones, Pipeline and Fangraphs and, and Baseball America and such. So, yeah, I mean, if there's one person, like if I have to, you know, tip the cap and spotlight here, that's Taylor Blake Ward. You need to pay attention to his prospect list, and I think that's going to be one of the better Angels prospect lists that comes out, and of course mine. So, yeah, and back onto what I was saying, the only thing that I would change here at 1 through 10, I don't think Hector Yon is a top 10 prospect for the Angels. He's a future reliever. I can't, I personally, this is just a personal belief, I don't put relievers that high. I, I can't, you know, just because it's a reliever. It's not like he's going to be able to start. I think starters, starters are definitely more valuable. The same goes for Jose Alberto Rivera, who's at 11. I just can't, I mean, their upside's there to be a good reliever, a really good reliever for both of them. It, just for me, I can't put relievers that high. Nate, I know you're not huge into prospects, but kind of agree with me there. You'd ra would you rather see starters higher, or I guess you you don't mind if there's a reliever here and there? I don't mind if it's a reliever. I would agree with you, though, that I'm not putting those relievers high. Um, if if the guy's going to be a lights-out um, back, back of the pen guy, but usually those are, are failed starters, so... Um, yeah, I would I would like to see starters higher, um, 
but yeah, it's it's kind of ticky tacky. Maybe you move them down two or three, but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, and you'll see it on mine when I put mine out where those guys are, and you you'll understand why. I put them down there. So 11 through 20 goes as follow on pipeline. Jose Alberto Rivera, David Calabrese, Alexander Ramirez, who's one of my favorite prospects in the Angel system. Levon Soto, William Holmes, Oliver Ortega, Robinson Pena, Orlando Martinez, Denzer Guzman, and Davis Daniel. Nate, I know, again, you don't know too much about some of these guys, but do any of them kind of stick out to you? Because I know what we talk a lot about these guys, and I kind of tell you what's going on so is there anybody here that kind of sticks out i know you like alberto rivera a little bit yeah i i'm i'm just really curious to see him throw i we've heard all the different reports is he upper nines is he a hundred is he mid nines i i just want to see him pitch in in person before we can start to make any decisions on what we think of him but david calabrese the uh would they take him third round this last year Yes, third rounder out of Canada. Yes, so that that was the one guy that kind of was uh, interesting to me to see the third rounder that high. I mean, that that makes it look like the Angels had a steal of a draft pick right there to get a third rounder as their 12th best prospect. I don't know if he's that high. I think you had him a little lower in yours, but still kind of interesting to see that uh, they got a third round. I mean, we see their first, first rounders the uh, second best prospect, so... Um, yeah, just kind of thought that was an interesting guy to see. Yeah, I mean, Calabrese won't be too much lower for me, or too much higher, I guess. I guess it's lower. Too much lower for me, in a sense. I, I He's right in that range. The, I mean, again, it's all opinion-based once you get to this. Like, Calabrese, looks like Pipeline's probably the high man on Calabrese, to be honest, just in my opinion. Like, I'm going to be the high man on Alexander Ramirez, probably. Though I've seen people put him in the top 10 where I have him. Um Pipeline's definitely the high man on Levon Soto. William Holmes, it, the two-way prospect, who I really like. It's going to be fun to see. I think he's a pitcher when it's all said and done. But don't sleep on the bat by any means because he's athletic as all get out. Ollie Ortega is an interesting arm who we might see at the Major League level. Will absolutely blow guys away. Like, it's it's gross. And I, I'm hoping that we see him at some point up this year. Robinson Pena might be a starter to some degree. Orlando Martinez is a fifth outfielder who is a lot of fun to watch, just does everything right. Like, doesn't do anything great, but does it all right and does it all well. Denzer Guzman might be, you know, one of the best prospects in baseball in, like, two or three years. Maybe less than that, maybe two years once we see him Once we see him actually play. And then Davis Daniels, kind of the, in a sense, odd man out here that a lot of people won't have in, but the Angels really seem to like him. So 21 through 30 go as followed. Trent DeVoe, Adrian Placencia. Packy Naughton, Aaron Hernandez, the baseball player, Eric Rivera, the two-way player, Steward Aquino, Jose Bonilla, Warner Blakely, Denny Brady, who we've seen this spring in camp, and Alejandro Hildago. Again, this is where we get into players that not a lot of guys know, so I'll just kind of go with it here. I'm the high man on Adrian Placencia. I really, really like him. I think he's a second baseman when it's all said and done, but it's going to be really interesting to see what he ends up doing once we see him stateside, but I, he's... He's really gotten big in a good way. Like he looks strong, he looks physical, he looks like the bat's gonna come around, and I'm excited to see what else he does. Eric Rivera, I think Pipeline's gonna kinda be the low man on him. I think that he's gonna jump up a little bit into I think I have him at fifteen. I don't know how good he's gonna be when it's all said and done. I think he's a reliever. But the fact that he's a two way player right now and he has a 
big swing that he has a lot of power on it too. So we'll see kind of where that goes. Jose Benilla, again, I think pipeline is going to be a little low on him. I have him a little bit higher up. Shortstop third baseman when it's all said and done. really like the swing. It'll be interesting to see what happens when he comes stateside. And, I mean, we've seen Denny Brady this um, so far in spring. And I, I can't express it enough. He's going to probably be in AAA. And he doesn't do anything great, but he does it all really well. He does it all good. He's going to spot up. Good command with the fastball. Good command with the off speed. Doesn't do anything great. Probably could be a spot starter for the Angels in some capacity. So I hope we kind of see him up. I kind of hope we don't see him up this year. But then again, if we see him in some type of spot start situation, I'm not upset about it because I trust and I know that he can do you know, what he wants. So with that being said, Nate, anything on these guys? I know, you, again, you don't know too many of these guys once we get down here, but anybody stick out to you? Well, the guy that we didn't even talk about, Packy Naughton, um, interested to see him. Got him from, from uh, Cincinnati for Brian Goodwin. Um, I know he, he's had a little bit of an injury bug right here in spring, but... Uh, just looking forward to see him get healthy. I know that was someone that the Angels were kind of high on when they got him last year. Um, could be a potential spot start guy. I think he might even be better than um, Suarez. I know you and I are huge on Suarez, but still, if that guy can pan out to be a little bit better than Jose Suarez, then at least we have some more depth that we are not as concerned with throwing out there in a major league game. Yeah, I mean, I, I like what he's done. It's going to be kind of funky, which is always a good thing in, in baseball when you're the outlier, in a sense. It's it's very funky. And I, honestly, it depends on where the velocity is with him. The, the reports that he didn't have great velocity when he got traded to the Angels, it looks like the velocity is starting to kick up a little bit. I really like the mechanics with Packy Naughton. It's, it's, it's quite a lot of fun. So, yeah, and guys, like I said before this, look out for when me and Taylor Blake Ward drop our top 30 prospects list. I think I'm going to get him on the podcast here within the next, I don't know, week or two, I think. I've been uh, talking with him back and forth, trying to get a good date for him to come on and just talk some Angels baseball and prospects and the MLB draft because he does a fantastic job. And hopefully his book, too. I know that he didn't really want to talk about it last time. I'm hoping that he wants to talk about his book this time so that we can push that out there for him. So... Nate, any final thoughts as we wrap up, I guess, almost the second full week of Angels Spring Training Baseball? Nope, just that much closer to opening day. Can't wait. I am so excited. I was thinking about it today that when I walk into that ballpark again, I'm probably going to cry. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's that's how it's going to be. I'm going to end up crying. So, guys, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Jared underscore Tims. You can follow Nate at Nate, uh, Nate Green 34 and you can follow us on any social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look up Talking Halos. Find us right away there. Shoot us a message. Say hi. Ask us anything you want. We'll answer either my either myself or Brock will. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast, guys. And have a great rest of your day. At Simple Mobile, you get the no-contract advantage. Those other mobile companies make you think you're in control, but you're really not. Simple Mobile is different. You can get a powerful nationwide 5G network all without a contract. It's the reliability you need when you need it, with no mystery fees, no activation fees, and no contract ever. 
Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. 5G-capable device and SIM required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. 5G upload speeds not yet available.